Welcome back to the Jesus Magnet. We are doing a great episode today. We are thankful to have our incredible friend Tim Hope back with us. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing good. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. So, Tim, George, and I, we have a great topic today, and I'm really, I'm really excited to hear about what you guys have to say about it. And that's the topic mainly based on anger. Mm. So we'll get straight into it, and um, we were reminded before we started the podcast of a of a story when I was sleepwalking, um, and Tim actually was a witness to it. So, and apparently, I might have been angry while I was asleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we'll start with that, um, just for a bit of fun. But uh, yeah, Tim, why don't you just share? You know, just to lighten the mood before we get into the sort of deepness of scripture on one story on when I was sleepwalking because I can't remember it. <laughs> Being asleep, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I like as well, Joe, that you just said one story because there is, I can remember several occasions of you sleepwalking um, and getting angry in your sleep. I'm, I'm not sure why you're getting angry in your sleep. Anyway, um, one that comes to mind is we were camping in Nelson. I think it was a church. It was a church camp as well. And um, we were both on stretches and I think it was just a double tent with, with the two of us. We would, have, we would have been quite young, maybe 14 or 15. Could have been younger. Yeah. Um, anyway, you, you were having a great sleep. You were just conked out to it. We, we tried to go to sleep. And I, I was having a bit of a rough one and was rolling around on the stretcher a little bit. And the stretcher was making a you know squeaky noise like, and you must have had enough after a while. And you pretty much just flipped my stretcher over. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, oh, that's awesome. You were like, shut up. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's man. many other stories of you. <laughs> yeah. getting, is that why I haven't been camping game. with you guys out at Aviemore Drive? Might have been, yeah. 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 There's, there's, a, there's a fair warning if you're a loud snorer or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, there's another time I thought I thought you're going to share a different story about me eating pizza, but I suppose I wasn't really angry at that time, was I? You weren't pe- angry, but that was, no. that was a sleepwalk, yeah. Yeah, mm. no, that one's good. I was sleepwalking down. These guys were, were gaming at, at Tim's house, and um, I went to bed and then came came back um, asleep when Pete, when they had pizza or something like that. It was right out of the oven, and I just started eating it. And it was super hot, apparently. And it didn't wake Melted me up. And, and then in the morning, I woke up and I was pulling, like, dead skin out of my mouth. Oh, that had my burnt. Gosh. Wow. And uh, <laughs> these guys were just cracking up about it, apparently. I, don't, I can't really remember the details or anything. Uh, it's been a long time since we talked about it. but So your mouth was burnt for a few days, was it? Uh, it wasn't too bad, but, yeah, it was def- <laughs> definitely some damage. <laughs> Yeah, I remember like you know when you roll your tongue and then it starts like mm. rolling up a bit of skin in your mouth, and I'm uh. like, what the heck? But there's a lot of it, you know. Um, and then these guys told me that I was eating really hot pizza that night, and I'm like, I don't need any pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's get into the topic. Um, so today's topic is essentially anger. Is anger a sin? Um, as Christians, how are we to tackle the topic of anger? Um, and yeah, so essentially I'll just start off with, um, does the 
Uh, does should we sin? Uh, should we ang- should we be angry? And is that sinning? We'll we'll start off with that, eh? George, yeah. what do you okay. think? Yeah, I think it's perfectly fine to be angry. Um, and I think you've got to watch the reason why you're angry. Is is definitely um, something as a believer. I'm. Uh, I think of the story from the Old Testament of Moses, who was given a command by God to um, bring some water into the camp for the Israelites, mm. and he was given a specific command to take the rod that he had from the presence of the Lord and go and strike it on the rock, and then, boof, this water comes gushing out. One of those awesome supernatural stories. And uh, Moses, in his anger, struck the rock several times, and because of that, he he got penalized from not being able to enter into the promised land. So everyone else was allowed to go into the promised land but Moses because of his anger issues. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, there's a whole lot more to that story, but I, yeah, in, the, in the right context, I think anger's good. Um, you know, we mentioned before a little bit about um, when is it okay to be angry, and I think mm. we'll talk a little bit about that. But, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's certainly, um, like this week, man, I got angry at the events that were happening in Afghanistan. Yeah. And it really irked me that it could have been preventable or, or to a degree to a measure it could yeah. have been um, a, lot, a lot better, handled a lot better. But um, as a result, you know, there's there's a lot of tor- turmoil, a lot of chaos, mm. yeah, a lot of heartache. Um, yeah, it's not a it's, – it's a real mess. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's different kinds of anger. So there's like – when you're being angry and you're venting to mm. somebody about it, I think that's not that's an unhealthy way to use your anger. Because mm. Bro- Proverbs uh, twenty nine eleven says, "Fools give full vent to their rage, but a wi- but the wise calm in the end." Mm. Um, so essentially, just being when you're when you're angry, it depends how how you use it. Because um, mm. Ephesians uh, four twenty six. Uh, says in your anger do not sin and do not let the sun go down while you're still angry mm. so it's definitely like how you use your anger yeah there's yeah. just a, like everybody's going to get angry at some point it's it's an emotion that's like saying don't mm. be happy yeah it, <laughs> you know like or hungry yeah yeah <laughs> hungry is not really an emotion but yeah. um <laughs> and, and i think too when when uh, i know for guys when they're venting um, some guys find it harder to control their emotion and, and their anger than others. So so Absolutely. a lot of guys, you can see True. them. Um, I, I like to watch a lot of managers in the workplace when they have to deal with, <laughs> with staff, and especially when they've done some just stupid, stupid things in the workplace. And you can see they're sitting on the edge of their desk, almost trembling, wanting to, <laughs> wanting to discipline the staff member, but... They're having to refrain because you know they're in this they're in this workplace setting. Um, so yeah, it's and and I know guys a lot of guys just can't control that anger and that it ends up mm. um, outwardly being expressed through physical. Um, Definitely. You know, what physical what do harm. you think, Tim? When it comes to anger, I completely agree with with um, what both of you have said as <laughs> as well. Um, I really liked how George you were saying that. Um, you know, there's many reasons people get angry, such as like injustices mm. um, and, and and even things that are going on in the world. Um, so, and then what you're saying as well, Joel, that it is, um, it's a feeling and 
you're going to get angry at some point. That that is mm. it is a feeling like happiness is is bound to happen at some point. Yeah. Um. But I think um that getting getting angry is not is not a good thing. We don't we want to be trying our best um not to get angry. Mm. Um. It says James one nineteen twenty one. Um. Uh, so my dear brothers and sisters, take this note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry mm. because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So good things don't come out of, out of anger. So we want to be really careful when we do get angry that um, we are in control mm. of our emotions as well. And it also says, um, Paul talks a lot about being led by the spirit and not by our flesh. If we're going to be led by anger or make, Poor decisions when we're angry, then that is that is living in the flesh, and that's not that's not what God wants. I really like that, Tim. That's really really good. Um, just to add on to what you were saying um, about what James is in, in the book of James, but in also in Proverbs nineteen eleven, it says, um, "A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense." So. That's really interesting how it talks about that because essentially it's saying <coughs> that you you know there's the the term be the bigger man you know and essentially don't lash out don't uh like be be in control and proverbs 19:11 is is really saying that but it also says like to one's glory is to overlook an offense it gets even deeper mm. there because um if we look at where we sit before we were saved, Christ essentially overlooked our offense and he took the punishment yeah. for us. And it's to his glory that he's able to do that. So he's the one that's glorified in that act by essentially taking his anger out on himself. Um, that's what Christ, that's what happened when Christ went to the cross as he experienced the wrath of God, the punishment that we sh- that was due to us, and it says right here, um, a person person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. So that's literally God overlooking the offense that we caused him, mm. um, and he was glorified through that. I like yeah. what Proverbs twenty two twenty four says about. It says, do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> do not associate with one easily angered. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a pretty extreme, eh? Yeah. In Proverbs fifteen eighteen, it says, a hot-tempered person stirs up conflict, but one who is patient ca- calms the quarrel. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot of hotheads in Proverbs. <laughs> when, you, when you read through it, there's a lot of hotheads. <laughs> I can yeah, definitely see myself. On anger in there. <laughs> I can see myself in Proverbs a lot. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, here's a good question. Anger um, is something that I came across when I was watching a debate uh, online with a, a theist and a and an atheist, and he said, um, "Anger is a very petty emotion." Um, and in the Bible, it talks about God having anger. Is that does that make God petty, you know? And how does an all-powerful, all-knowing uh, God get angry? How do you get angry when you know like it's going to happen and things like that? Um, and why is it even justified that God gets angry? 
you know, since it's such a human emotion, it's it's quite low low down to only us humans that get angry about stuff and mm. stomp our feet. But mm. God shouldn't get angry because He knows everything and He has He's a, a self-existent being. He doesn't rely on anything. So why and how could He get angry? What are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, God's God and. We're humans, so we, we still <laughs> we still <laughs> probably live on a different rule set from from God. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure it's still different. Um, but again, God's not going to sin in His anger as well, yeah, and there's mm. a reason for it, and it's probably injustice or that there's mm. uh, things that humans are doing or things that are going on on Earth that is is not what He wants for mm. it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about you, George? Have you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I like I like what Tim said there. It's you know I think a lot of the time we view life through our human carnal nature, our uh, our still unredeemed mind or, mm. or, or untransformed mind, and then we we get this picture of something that um, how we think life should be, and you know it's like God's ways are much higher than our ways, mm. and he he obviously gets angry at. Probably the decisions that come out of our fallen nature, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way we treat people here on earth and the, the, the way things go on. So yeah, I'm 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 well, pretty sure. And why I, does he care? And I hope he's not like that all the time. Yeah, but that, I don't think he is. Yeah, it's a good question though. But like, like, why does he? Why does he care what we do? You know what I mean? As in, yeah. Well, we're, we're part of his creation. We're yeah, yeah. You know, he, we're, he loves we're us. Essentially adopted yeah. into. So there's a, a whole the theology called um, deism, and it's the theology that essentially they believe in a creator and that we were created and almost everything that Christianity teach teaches. But the main aspect is that the creator is so far removed from us that he did create us, but he doesn't care about us. He's outside oh, of that. Okay, Interesting. And um, I, it, it's a, it's a scary one to look into because you start to go, yeah, I get it. What if you, if you were God, why would you create ants and care about them? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, what are we to him? We're so outscaled to him having any sort of emotion towards us. Mm. Um, but I guess the way to put that is, is we are made in his image and likeness. So essentially his children, and that creates that, that parental bond between us and, and, and his creation, uh, him and, and his creation. And when, it's, uh, when it talks about God being angry in the Bible, uh, a lot of that is called righteous anger. And righteous anger is fully justified. Excuse me. Um, and one of the things that the... Uh, that that we can look and have a clear example on this is if you look at a marriage. So the Bible, the whole thing of the Bible is is a full marriage. It's from right from the beginning right to the end. There's a wedding feast, and we're engaged to Christ, and He's the bridegroom, and we're the bride. Now, if you had your fiance essentially flirting with other things and other people, and and they're sort of giving their heart to things other than yourself when when they promise themselves them to you 
that would be a, you would get jealous, and yeah. that would cause that's righteous jealousy, and that would cause righteous anger. Yep. So there's no reason if we, if God was not angry, there would be an issue. That would actually cause deism. That would cause the point where we would think that God doesn't care about us. Mm. But he has to get angry at those things because that actually shows his love and affection towards us that we can't mm. give our hearts to anything that we want, mm. but that we, that we have promised ourselves to him and we ought to essentially act mm. uh, like his bridegroom. I can no, see, like his bride. Sorry. I can see that so cool. when God has invested so much or someone in a relationship has invested so much mm-hmm. time, energy, resources or whatever, yeah. and you are on this trajectory, you know where you're headed. Mm-hmm. So um, the end result is you're going to be together and produce this life. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that, that's a justifiable reason to be angry. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if my wife started going around and flirting with other guys and even sleeping with other guys. Um, actually, the Bible talks about that, that mm. it's a it's a, a rage that the spouse will get into that's un, unsettleable. Like yep. the guy's just going to go nuts and, and you got to just stand out of his way. Mm. And it's totally mm. justified, really. Yeah, um, yeah. What are, any thoughts on that, Tim? <clears throat> Yeah, I, com- I completely agree with what, what you're saying. And, and God, it shows that God, uh, you know, God loves us so much. And, and through that anger is his way of of showing us that, um, that he does love us and, and cares for us. Mm. Do you guys think anger is, is actually a sin? Like being angry is a sin? Since it can cause some crazy things to happen? No, I don't know where that verse is. You guys might be able to pull it up, but it says be angry and sin not. Mm. So we are allowed to be angry, but it's what we do with that anger and whether that results in, you know, a mm. transgression. We cross the line with, with someone. Um, we ended up verbally abusing someone or emotionally mm. abusing someone because of our anger. Um, and Bible also talks about not letting the sun go down on your anger. Mm. So, you know, if, if you've had a disagreement with, with your partner or, any, or anyone, for that matter of fact, and, you know, there's been some heated words exchanged, Mm. You, you really need to sort that out before the sun goes down because it says don't give place to the devil. So, mm. so you're going to open yourself up to um, you know some bitterness issues, and then all sorts of stuff can start mm. to come in. You know, you, you might true. you might have that argument, not want to talk for a couple of days, probably forget about it eventually. But there's there's a root of bitterness that has started to develop there. It's so. That's going to cause issues, so eh? Yeah. The Bible also, when it uh, talks about like when Jesus in the New Testament, he he takes everything to the next level. Um, so we that's we're in the age of grace right now, and back in the Old Testament, they were in the age of the law. So they had the Ten Commandments, you know, don't lie, don't um, commit adultery, um, don't cheat, all that sort of thing. And then when Jesus came, he um, actually says, look, if you even hate your brother or sister in Christ, you've committed murder mm. in your heart. Mm. If you even, um, what are you talking about, being angry? Yeah, so that's that's like just being angry with someone. God's like, look, if, if you even get to that point, I look at that as if you've murdered them. Mm. So it's it shows how high and how valuable God places 
the emotion of anger, um, that we ought to restrain ourselves and control our emotions um, to not ever get to that point mm. of hating your brother or your sister. Because mm. um, it talks about mm. adultery as well. If you even just look at another woman with lust, you've committed adultery. Mm. Where back in the Old Testament is you had to actually commit adultery to mm. commit adultery. You had mm. to actually murder someone to murder someone. And Jesus brings us up to be fully set apart from the world. Because mm. if you think about it, you know, I've met some worldly people and they haven't, they they haven't, they've, they've had one wife and they've never cheated on them and they've never murdered anybody, you know, like that, that would be no different to any Christian. Mm. But it gets to the point where I think it's in Philippians where the Bible talks about um, to take every thought captive and never so, so everything every thought that comes in you never let it yeah you essentially sift through it and and figure out what you're going to meditate on and what you're not going to meditate on where a lot of us we we have that you you mentioned it before George the carnal nature and the carnal nature essentially is more of an instinctual drive to life so if somebody takes a cookie from a cookie jar i'm just going to get angry I'm not going to consider anything else. Mm. But as Christians, we're set apart from the world. We're set apart from that kernel nature that um, now we've got that heavenly nature. So when somebody takes a cookie from the cookie jar, it's I'm going to use this to set an example on what God's done in my life. Mm. And you essentially, all bad things that can happen to you, take and strive to be able to to turn away and to to uh, it talks about it in Proverbs here. Um, a better a patient person. Nope, that's not the one I'm looking for. Sorry. Um, well, here it is. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs, stirs up anger. Um, but a person person's wisdom yields yields patience it is to one's glory to overlook an offense so our carnal nature causes us to uh just take offense and we live in such a hypersensitive generation today where you can give somebody a compliment and they can take it as an offense (laughs) (laughs) so if anybody (laughs) (laughs) anybody that's uh listening to this if you've been offended sorry (laughs) and (laughs) Somebody probably just got offended by me saying sorry, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, regarding that, like it's to one's glory to overlook an offense. So if you look at what that is in today's generation where everyone's offended by everything, when we overlook an offense, it's to- it really separates us out from the world mm. because it's not normal. Mm. It's not culturally True. the norm to, to overlook an offense. And the, and the Bible talks about that. Mm. Um, and that's essentially not being angry with someone, you know, not letting the sun go down with anger. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you said a lot there, Joel, but um, <laughs> some, <laughs> something I really liked there was um, the, uh, where, you, where you're talking about um, do not hate in your anger, and I've got, um, I've got a verse for that, uh, Matthew 5, 21, 22. Um, so it says, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, you shall not murder. Anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. Um, mm. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Um, wow. It's a little bit more after that. But um, 
Mm. Yeah, it's, it's confirming that don't don't let that hate get into your heart yeah. of being um, when you're angry. And building a little bit on what you talked about as well, George, um, talking about hate um, can turn it into bitterness. Mm. And, and I'd say anger is like, uh, well, it's like a short-term feeling and that sort of thing. Yeah. But if you're going to mm. let things get into your heart through anger, mm. then that can turn into bitterness, which is like mm. a, more of a long-term thing in your heart that is yeah. not good. Yeah, it's almost sure. the equivalent of, of being maybe on maybe the good side, I'd say, mm. You know, being happy would be like a short-term feeling you can experience. Something, mm. something good might happen, and you, you feel happy. But um, the long-term effect of, mm. of of happiness would be joy, and that's you know actually mm. having that joy in your heart, where from from God. So yeah, because the fruits of the spirit do not mention anger. Mm. <laughs> righteousness, How joy, about peace, <laughs> goodness, patience, long-suffering. Missed yeah. a couple out there, but um, yeah, anger is not included in that list. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the difference between like hating something and and just being angry? Are they two different things? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, anger is more more of a feeling, I, I would say, and you, but you've still got a choice in your anger. So if you um, you still have to be very careful. Mm. And and that you know it can easily lead to to hate and that sort of thing. But you've still got you've still got that choice. Yeah, there's so many scriptures on on hate, um, and there is actually one thing that we can hate as Christians, and that's hating evil. So in Proverbs eight thirteen it says, "Fear the Lord." Uh, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, and then Psalms nineteen uh, Psalms. 97.10 says, Hate evil, you who love the Lord, who perseveres, this, who preserves the souls of his godly ones. He delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Mm. And then in Amos 5.15, it says, Hate evil, love good, um, and establish justice in the gate. It's So, like, there's so many scriptures that talk about hating evil. Um, so that would be a form that us humans can have a righteous hate slash mm. anger towards something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and another one thing is in Psalms 37.8, it says, let go of anger and leave rage behind. Don't get upset. Mm. It will only lead to evil. So there is a form of being angry that actually leads to righteousness and that's to hate or to be angry with evil. Um, but then there's the form of anger that actually leads to heat to evil. And that's probably anything that doesn't leave to lead to good. So like just hating your brother or sister in Christ, just being jealous of them or whatever it is, mm. um, striving to, you know, look like something that you're, a lot of people get jealous because somebody else looks better than you or things like that. Um, but the the Bible talks about that, that anger actually leads to evil. So it's very important to um, restrain ourselves and to control our thoughts and our emotions as Christians because we don't want to lead ourselves astray. Um, and it's a bitter way to go as well. It's it's one that it's, it's actually quite attractive to hold on to anger um, and... Uh, one of the pastors um, that's been on this podcast before, Pastor Mike, he said that 
um, holding on to unforgiveness, which essentially is like anger, holding on to unforgiveness is like drinking poison and, and expecting the other person to die. Mm. So it doesn't do anything good for you, and it only leads to, to evil things and, and worse things. Mm. Just trying to find a scripture in Colossians 3. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all good. I will come back to that. Here we, here we go. <laughs> but now set aside these things such as anger, rage, malice, slander, and obscene language. Mm. So you go, we're, we're told to put them aside. Yep. And, um, yeah, don't engage in that. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I know in New Zealand, like, a lot of men have anger issues. And, mm. you know, I don't think there's any shame in seeking help for, you know, the the way we've been brought up uh, sometimes as Kiwis. Um, mm. Not, and, and it's generally a generational thing where our... We haven't had good relationships with our with our parents, especially our father, mm. and because there's been this lack of communication from a father to a son, um, I, men growing up find it hard to express themselves, and as a result of that, it ends up you know when when the anger comes about through for, for whatever reason, mm. um, yeah, it's expressed in a wrong way, and then we have all these um, horrific um, domestic violence issues in New Zealand. Which yeah. is, you know, a real shame on us as a nation. But, um, mm. you know, I just thank God for the for the organisations out there that are getting beside men and um, helping them to, you know, sort those, deal with those issues, express themselves in a correct manner. Hundred percent. What do you guys? What would you guys do or suggest to do if somebody is angry in front of you? You know, it's not necessarily you being angry, but how do you? Um, what what's a good answer for those that might I don't know live with an angry person in their mm. household? Mm. How do you as a Christian? How do you represent that? Or is there any way to um, essentially mirror the example that they're supposed to be living by? Completely depends on the context, I would say. Um, and there's, there's different levels of expressing anger as well. Um, mm. if, if someone's you know, just ragefully lost it, then you're, you're probably going to have to just walk away mm. in that moment. Uh, but if there's, you know, if it, it depends what's most appropriate. Maybe they're at a level where you could say <laughs> you're getting angry, you, like you're you're not yourself, or mm. Um, mm. So it depends. It might be like a, a work situation mm. where you're gonna you have to you know talk this thing out with with someone or a relationship context where you you you're gonna have to um talk this out with your partner or mm. or a friend. Um, so and and actually you know communicate and mm. um, solve the problem. Mm. Um, so it depends on the context. It's mm. good yeah. answer. I I had to go and confront um, a guy. I think it was last year when I was working down south, um, I was in a campground and I heard this woman screaming and it was like 11.30, 12 o'clock at night and I was like, man, what is that noise outside? And, uh, um, opening the caravan door and then I went outside and then I heard this guy um, screaming and he was sounded like he was beating his partner and I'm like, man, I, I cannot ignore this. So, mm. yep, I just... Like right, here we go. It's all on. So yeah, grabbed grabbed my headlamp torch and wandered on over and just bolted straight up to the caravan door. Just banged on the door and and I said, 
hey, mate, is everything okay? Man, I didn't know if I was going to get punched in the face or he was going to come out with a baseball bat or what. I just, mm. I, but I just knew it wasn't, something was, you know, really mm. wrong. So um turned out they'd been drinking on alcohol and um, he was getting abusive and mm. he potentially could have got violent later on. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I definitely intervened in something that night. Um, it wasn't comfortable, but I knew I had to do it. Um, so, yeah, it, it does depend on the context, Tim. Um, you know, if, if you know, you, you probably might have to talk to someone who knows that person or mm. who can, you know, just say, hey, how's so-and-so doing? I, you know, I'm just a little bit concerned about mm. you know, there's anger issues going on there. Everyone can see it. They can notice it. Um, One thing I noticed in that story that you said there, George, is, you know, you just went really politely and just knocked mm. on the door. You didn't barge in yeah. or anything like that. It was very sensitive hey, are you guys all right? Can, mm. I'm here to help. Yeah. I think that's a, re- a real key to anybody that is is angry. Mm. Um, in Proverbs 15, verse 1, it says, A sensitive answer turns back wrath, but an mm. offensive word stirs up anger. Mm. So if somebody's getting you know wound up and, mm. and you can kind of see the, the clock starting to tick down and they're going to explode soon, um, it's really, really important to essentially it's very easy to see which buttons to push and yep. to not push those yeah. buttons. Don't ignite that fire that's don't already ignite there. Don't ignite it. It can yeah. be tempting, but don't. Um, mm. And just essentially calm them down, mm. but just with a sensitive tongue, you know, just c- keep cool, don't raise your voice, just mm. make sure that, you know, you're you're here because you love them mm. and you're here because you care. You're not here to fight and you're not here to debate and you're not here for anything else you're just here because you care Mm. and most people in those times when they know that you're here because you care Mm. that's when that it start they start to wind themselves down they're like i'm actually getting angry over nothing Mm. um and a lot of the time they'll break Mm. you know they'll they'll say look approach the situation with love Approach it with love, 100%. And caution, too, because I, I had another incident <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, the, the, I was driving my um, truck heading up to Picton, coming out of Christchurch. Um, this was a couple of years ago. And there was a vehicle on the side of the road, and I thought they'd broken down. There was a guy standing outside the car, and there was another car in front. I thought, oh, I wonder if there's been an accident or someone's been hurt or something. So I mm. slowed right down, and then this guy came out onto the road, and I thought, oh, he's going to wave me down. Something's going, going on. And then as I pulled the truck up to a stop, this guy starts ranting and raving and yelling abuse at me. And I'm like, and he's super angry. Like, mm. he started kicking the truck. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> this is not good. Um, yeah, so it turns out he was on meth, fueled by meth in an a absolute rage. And I didn't get out of the truck. I just, like, locked the door. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I just called the police. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was a woman in the car and she was crying. Um, and there was another guy in the front. So he'd obviously mm. tried to help, but he was in his car as well because he saw what was going on. But mm. yeah. So yeah, you really do need to um, exercise a bit of wisdom before you do go into a situation yeah. like that. For sure. Um, yeah. I would 100% yeah, suss it out first before you even approach anyone. And, and know that like these people don't know God a lot of the time. Mm. You know, they they're, they're it's. It's a normal thing for them to step into. Um, on in Second Timothy, uh, it says, "Avoid foolishness and thoughtlessness discussions, since you know 
that they are that they produce conflicts god uh, they produce conflicts god's slave shouldn't be argumentative but should be kind towards all people able to teach patient and should correct um and should correct opponents with gentleness Perhaps God will change their mind and give them a knowledge of the truth. Mm. So right there it's saying, you know, essentially these people don't don't be somebody who is going to be argumentative um, through thoughtless discussions um, as a slave of God. I love how it talks us as slaves of God. Mm. It's quite and and that's when people read that verse just for context and and for understanding because a lot of people are like what the heck slavery is wrong you know it's it's not that kind of slavery it's a it's a slavery which means position mm. so god has paid the price for us and we are his and and it's a good position it's like you are a, like for us we're all kiwis we're we're you know new zealanders sort of um, where we are possessed, possessed. I don't know <laughs> where we're located. You know, like, yeah, 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 and it's yeah, it's yeah. sort of our home. You know, yeah. Um, and now that God's Position. our yeah. home, yeah. Uh, positioned. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's interesting how it says, like, you know, don't like be patient. Um, and yeah, it says you should correct opponents with gentleness. So it doesn't say to mm. not, like, just let it go yeah. a lot of the time it's if it's uncalled for and what they're saying is, is flat out wrong mm. like you are you ought to correct them because mm. they don't know any different mm. um and but do it with gentleness like yeah. there's uh there's the saying of um speak the gospel in love and truth mm. and we've got the fire and brimstone uh <laughs> be saved or go to hell mm. that's the i mean that's truth but no love yeah and then there's the all love but no truth, and it's God loves you, and He wants you saved, and He wants you in heaven, and all you got to do is pray the magic prayer, and you're going to be totally, you're going to go to heaven, and you can still do whatever you want, get out of get out of hell free card sort of yeah. thing. Yep. Um, but it has no truth there, so it's it's an interesting one because we've got to be set free by truth and love. Mm. And when you're talking to people, you ought not to bend the truth for love's sake, and you're not to bend love for for truth's sake either. I'm getting a waffle sign. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Joel. I like it. It's really good. Yeah, it's so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Did you guys have any other questions or anything that you guys want to talk about based on anger? Um, yeah, I'd just like to add um, a, l- a little bit more about anger, I guess, uh, with um, generational anger as well. And and, um, and that I mean um, that people that are, are not Christians and maybe may don't know about mm. God and that, you know, embrace anger and that sort of thing. Um, and with families that um, people don't equip themselves with the with the tools to um, overcome anger. Mm. Um, so I'd say that's a big reason why a lot of people turn to you know alcohol and and, and drugs is that they don't um, they don't know how to, to to overcome it so they they go to those sorts of things mm. and that um, you know that gets passed down mm. from generations as you were saying before George about um, 
you know, you, you learn a lot from your from your parents and yeah. um, your, your father and that sort of thing. And mm. um, so, if so, I'd say most people uh, would you know learn from you know do what their parents do, and if, if that's what they do, oh well, they drink away their problems. That's that's mm. what I'm gonna. Mm. That's what I end up doing as well. Don't know mm. any better. As they can all nature, yeah. they're just attuned to mm. it. So you shouldn't be like judging that. I mean, like, ah, oh, they're horrible people. It's like, no, yeah. they're, they're, they're lost people. They need to be found. Exactly. They're, they're mm. dead people. They need to be, you know, find life and be resurrected. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, the whole um, Jesus going and abandoning the 99 to, to find the one. And when you read that verse, it's in Luke somewhere. It's in all the Gospels, I think. But the one that I read in Luke recently, it's talking about how Jesus leaves the the 99 righteous ones, like the ones that he's found. It says that he leaves them and he goes for for the one that's lost, um, which is really, really cool because it shows God's heart in that. So when we're when, – when, and talked about that in, in Timothy earlier where it says, you know, hopefully – um, perhaps God will change their mind and give them the knowledge of the truth. So that's like God leaving the 99 and going after the one, mm. that they will become mm. part of the herd, part of the, the flock. Is mm. it a flock of sheep? Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> herd of sheep, flock. Flock, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, school of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's school of fish, Joel, but we'll... Flock of fish, we'll, we'll keep herd of fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you want to add anything else into that, George? Um, what do you, just one thought. What, what are you guys' thoughts on what, why people are motivated by anger? Do you think – have you guys ever been um, frustrated to the point you've ended up angry? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 But it's one of those things like it depends what you're dwelling on. You know, mm. like if you're – if you're frustrated with, um, you know, all the, the war going on in Afghanistan um, and that frustration causes anger and that anger causes you to go into prayer, mm. that's a good thing. That's a good outcome yeah, good and point. that's good That's good control mm. over the anger. Yeah. But if you're mm. frustrated that somebody took half your sandwich in the fridge and that just feuds into the next day, you're that sort of resenting so that bad. person. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you drink half of their milk and then they one up you and then all of a sudden they, you, you hate them mm. for a sandwich. <laughs> then I would say yeah. that's probably, you know, that's anger that has you, you've held on to on, on purpose. And it's what um, that quote earlier, which is, you know, holding on to unforgiveness, mm. which is essentially anger, holding on to unforgiveness mm-hmm. is like drinking poison mm. and expecting the other person to die. Yep. So it only affects you and the other person on it, a lot of the time might not even notice, mm. <laughs> which makes you more angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the who drank my milk <laughs> is quite an issue some days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I know you joke about that, right? But I, I know I know people that seriously would get really upset about that, and they, mm-hmm. they would get really angry and, and yeah, and, and bitter towards someone about that. So, yeah, but drinking uh, milk and yeah. eating a sandwich, oh. yeah, stole my cookies <laughs> like too. <that>. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people um, have embraced anger so much um, o- over time that they've become so bitter that. 
you know, yeah. even the smallest of things will upset them towards other people. And yeah. um, it's, it's usually due to, to un- unforgiveness, mm. which mm. is, uh, which is really sad. And mm. thank God that um, with his, with the Holy spirit, that he's equipped us to, um, <laughs> to overcome anger mm. um, and to not let um, anger cause, um, yeah. you know, cause to, to be able to see that coming that well, anger causes um, yeah. things that are not good to happen, like unforgiveness and, hate and rage and all those things yeah it's also got to be careful with who you sort of friend in proverbs 22 24 it says don't don't befriend people controlled by anger don't associate with hot-tempered people Mm -hmm. so you know choose who you're going to be around and if you're around angry people uh it's it's a it's a funny one like anger is almost um uh, like when you contract stuff you know like it spreads yeah so if you're around <laughs> angry people you're going to yeah. get angry yeah um but also if you're around happy people you're going to get happy yeah. you know like choose Ooh, who you're going to be around contagious. Yeah, yeah. it contagious yeah. that's the yeah. word i'm looking for yeah yeah, yeah. it's like covid but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like covid yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why we're scared of covid you should you know <laughs> yeah i mean it's probably <laughs> more anger. contagious than than covid anger yeah you know um and it's one of those things where like it's it's an attractive thing as well like a lot of people uh especially riots you know they get riled up Mm. um one of the things that uh, new zealand is well known for is winning the rugby and um we have this (laughs) haka which is a um almost like a warrior dance that we do at the start of every rugby game and there was this one australian uh, years and years ago, that wrote this article saying that it is unfair that the Kiwis, the New Zealanders, the All Blacks, which is the rugby team, um, that they get to perform this haka. Mm. And what it does is it, it induces rage a, a lot of the time and causes them to get psyched up. And we win a lot. Mm. Like, we're really good at rugby. And this one guy's article was about how the haka is what makes or breaks our team. That If we took that hucker away, we wouldn't be world champions. Interesting. And I think it's a really interesting point because that's like anger being used in sport. Mm. And is that a bad thing? Mm. Because we are using anger to win, mm. you know? Um, it's yeah. interesting to uh, test that theory with the hucker. Um, well, you've done the hucker. You've done the hucker at school. Remember doing the hacker yeah, at school true. and we, yeah, we yeah. were like real pumped up afterwards. Yeah. I, I would almost say that the guy's spot on. Yeah. But the thing is, is I mean, there's many cultural dances um, mm. that, you know, loads of different rugby teams do. Mm. Um, our one is just really like, you know, it looks like they're like, you know, bringing their thumb over their neck. Doing the old... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's over, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a pretty interesting doco on um, some scientific experiments they did on the brain whereby they got this guy, put him into an MRI machine, hooked him all up, looked at his brainwave patterns, and they deliberately started to almost tease this guy, and the lead researcher purposely made this guy angry Mm. by telling him he wasn't reading the script right, that he was, you know, he was wasting his time. So... 
what happened was there were parts of his brain that fired up and then they measured the, I think it was the testosterone and I think it's cortisol levels in this guy and they noticed the chemical imbalance that was taking place Wow! when someone got angry. So it would not surprise me, Joel, if, if there's a psychological chemical you know, reaction going on when these when our rugby team is doing the haka, yeah, getting yeah, the boys fired so. up, their testosterone levels are like yep. pumping, and it's like they go out and just yeah, you know, smash the other team and win. Yeah, the half filled of adger- adrenaline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and and the the results, the test they did also on um, the age groups whereby young men uh, and their testosterone testosterone levels um, when they were peaking, and the correlation to anger. Was really interesting too. So I think it was around the twenty-two year to don't quote me. I think it's twenty-six or twenty-eight year olds mm. who had this high level of testosterone and yeah, um, resulting in yeah all sorts of issues going on. Yeah, mm. yeah, fully. No, it's a, it's an interesting topic. That's for sure. I think anger, it's quite unique. You know, it can be used for directing. You're, you know, you're, you're all in with one thing. Yeah. You know, um, but you got to make sure that that one thing is the right it's thing. It's the right thing, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that applies to me things, yeah. 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 Are you trying to say, Joel, like um, the anger can be maybe like a motivator mm. um, for people as well? Well, there's that, uh, the scripture, a lot of it says, you know, hate evil, you know, mm. and, and then to, to hate something is to be relatively angry with mm. it constantly mm. um so that would be using anger in a good way um yeah yeah there's a lot of people are motivated to causes you know around the globe because of an injustice mm. or there's something wrong there's something they don't like mm. that that right. pushes them yeah. to take action and uh, you know a lot of the stuff we see going on social media you're like man what are these guys up to they're just mm. infuriated and raging and, and some of their causes i'm like Mate, you guys are a lost cause. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting, mate. Um, yeah. That yeah. is an interesting topic. Yeah. Did you want to add anything in, Tim? We're just hitting the 15-minute mark. and <laughs> Yeah, we've done pretty well. We've done, done well. Good. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll finish up. Um, so thank you for listening into the Jesus Magnet podcast, all that are listening. And come join us on the next episode. If you liked the episode on anger, please let us know if it helped at all. If we missed anything, you know, write in. We're on Facebook. Uh, Hopefully we'll be on YouTube shortly. We'll see you on the next episode.